0: This program is brought to you by Bible way Media, under the oversight of the Elders of the Chipman Road Congregation in Lee Summit, Missouri. Moses had come, well, he'd come a long way. A long way in really a pretty short amount of time. You know, from, from cowering at the burning bush, arguing with God about his ability and, and fear to speak to Pharaoh of Egypt, demanding release of God's people from slavery. Now Moses came a long way from handing the words off to his brother to declaring to Pharaoh himself, not a hoof. You see, that hoof is where Moses drew the line, a line that he would not cross. Now there's a, a lot of things that happened to Moses getting him up to that line, getting him to that hoof. See, there have been nine plagues, Exodus chapter seven through 12. And uh, Pharaoh had been through a lot, too. You know, there was the water that was turned to blood. There were the frogs, the lice, the flies, the livestock dying, boils, hail, locusts, and then there was the darkness. That ninth plague. And every time before this one in that ninth plague, the conversation was the same. Moses told Pharaoh, let God's people go. And always Pharaoh's answer was, It was the same, but this time, this time Pharaoh was willing to bend a little, you know, willing to compromise. And maybe it would have worked, except for that line, Moses' line. You'll find it in Exodus chapter 10, and, and I'll begin reading in verse 24 and read through verse 26. Then Pharaoh called Moses and said, Go, serve the Lord, only let your flocks and your herds be kept back. Let your little ones also go with you. But Moses said, You must also give us sacrifices and burn offerings that we may sacrifice to the Lord our God. Our livestock also shall go with us. Not a hoof shall be left behind. For we must take some of them to serve the Lord our God. And even we do not know what we must serve the Lord until we arrive there. Not a hoof shall be left behind. You know, there's a popular phrase these days, and I've heard it for a couple of years now, particularly at work. We're not supposed to say this or that as but we're supposed to say this and that. you know, to, to not sound like there's only one option if there as if there isn't a line. And sometimes that's true. There are two correct options, two viable options. But when I think about God's servants, you know what? There's always been a line. They have always drawn a line, you know? Like with Abraham. With Abraham, it was a thread or a sandal strap. Remember Genesis chapter 14? Abram saved Lot. And the kings of Sodom and Gomorrah and the king of Salem and the king of Sodom wanted to give Abram all the goods taken from the battle. He said, you take, we'll take the people, you take the goods because you really helped us out. But do you remember Abram's response? Do you remember his line? He said in verse 23, I will take nothing from a thread to a sandal strap and that I will not take Anything that is yours, lest you should say, I made Abram rich. Abram had a line, and it was a line he wasn't willing to cross. David, well, he wouldn't kill God's anointed, even though Saul hunted him. 1 Samuel chapter 24, verse 7. That was David's line. And John the baptizer, he wouldn't back down from the statement he made to Herod. It's not lawful for you to have another man's wife. Mark chapter 16, verse 18. Yeah. With God's people, there's always a line, even if, even if we don't see it or, or maybe we don't want to see it. But you know what? With Jesus, there's always a line too. You know, there were those lines like these. If you love father and mother, Son or daughter, more than me, you're not worthy of me. Jesus drew that line in Matthew chapter 10, verse 37 through 39. Or, not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven. Only those who do the will of my Father who is in heaven. Matthew chapter 7, verse 21. That's where he drew drew that line. Or there's this line. Unless you are born of water and the Spirit, you cannot enter the kingdom of heaven. John chapter 3, verse 5. Jesus drew lots of lines. Lines that some people may not like because they make us uncomfortable or or maybe we try to negotiate that line, to move it a little bit or, or maybe even blur it. But those lines are just as solid. As a line that he would not cross for us. You remember that line too, right? He drew that line in the garden. Matthew chapter 26, Mark chapter 14, Luke chapter 22, and John chapter 18. He drew that line when he prayed. He prayed that it would be moved, that the cup would pass. And there was another way across that line. But Jesus drew it when he said, Not my will, but thine be done. Verse 39 of Matthew chapter 26. And that was a line he was not willing to cross. Yeah. Moses came a long way on his journey to drawing a line, and, and that line was not a hoof. You know, there are a lot of des- decisions. A lot of either-or's, even if we don't want to accept that, they're there. I guess the question for us is, where's our line, and what will be our hoof? And it's for this that I bow my knees today. We thank you for listening today. We hope you enjoyed this program. You can find out more about Bibleway Media by visiting our website, biblewaymedia.org. You can find all of our podcasts on all major podcast platforms. As always, we thank you for listening.